Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Sharpie, Steve, and Chris. Hey. Hello. 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 On today's show, we're going to hit a couple of trip reviews and some news, and just little tidbits here and there, so it's kind of a potpourri. Potpourri for Steve there. I don't know what pot has to do with it. What's up? How, how is that different? You always call it potpourri. I don't know. He has to know the difference. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do um, a trip review from Chris. You've got some recent Disney experience under your belt there. Yes. What would you like to hear about first? Uh, security. Okay. So I thought this was sort of fascinating. We talked about it. A couple of shows ago, how they were changing security at the Magic Kingdom. And basically what is happening is there's a couple of different changes. The first one is if you are going to the TTC and going to the Magic Kingdom that way, the Ticket and Transportation Center, which is the big parking lot for the Magic Kingdom, you'll go through security before you get on your monorail, whether it's the express or the resort monorail or the ferry. and That's so that they can alleviate all the congestion in front of the Magic Kingdom. If you've been to the Magic Kingdom since the metal detectors went in, it's kind of a mess there. So you'll you'll take your mode of transportation, whatever that is, to the Magic Kingdom, and you'll get off and you'll just go straight to the touch points to go into the park. It it streamlines everything really, really well. Um, They needed that. Yes, it's fantastic. If you're going by bus... Um, there's, I think it's 10 rows or 10 tables. Um, and that's right where the ferry boats are. If you know where the ferry boats are right in front of the ferry boat entrance, there's a big row of, of covered security, um, areas. You'll go first, you'll get your bag checked and then everyone goes to the metal detectors. And then you walk into the magic kingdom, go to the touch points and go to the park. Now, the thing I liked was if you're going from a monorail resort, you'll actually do security at your resort. So if, unless you're going on the boat, by the way, the little, the little, the little, um, boats that go from the monorail resorts and from Fort wilderness and from wilderness cabins and wilderness lodge, they'll actually, um, do that when they get to the magic kingdom, when they get off the boat, there's a little security area. So they'll go through that. And that's probably a bit of a line because if you figure there's like 30 people getting off that boat, they all have to go through that one security checkpoint. Um, but at the, at the monorail resorts, you'll do it at your resort. So you, you'll go through that. I did it a few times cause we stayed at the grand Floridian and it went really fast. There was never a line. I imagine, you know, during really busy times, the line might be a little bit much, but I think even then, um, you know, it's probably preferable to actually going through it at the Magic Kingdom itself. And then again, you just get off the monorail and you go. The only drawback, and, and Mandy pointed this out, is if you're going to Epcot from, say, the Grand Floridian, you're going to go through security twice because those those same security checkpoints are not in place, of course, at Epcot. It's the same system there. So you would go through, you know, security or resort, you get on the monorail, change monorails, and then go to Epcot and go through it again. Very smart, moving pretty quickly. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'll put some pictures up tomorrow on the Facebook page. I think there's a few up there already. So. And then you have um, some stuff to tell us about the, the villas over at the Grand Floridian. So I bought 40 points because it's all I could afford at, at the Grand Floridian villas. And I bought that like, I think four years ago. Um, and uh, I hadn't stayed there and I had toured it once. We were down there and we all toured it um, and they're beautiful. But I was able to stay at the villas, at the Grand Floridian. It's the big building right next to you know, the main part of the resort next to the, um, themed pool. If you've been to the grand Floridian, you've seen it and they were fantastic. I was like, I was like, Kevin, I don't want to stay here. I don't, I mean, I don't want to stay anywhere else. So, you know, it was kind of, I think the points are a little higher there. Like if you have DVC and obviously the, the, um, you know, doll or the cash basis or the cash cost of those rooms. I mean, it's pretty high. Um, but I love staying there and um, I hope to stay there again. They're very nice. They've got huge bathrooms. The one bedrooms only have one bathroom and there is a lot of wasted space to sort of give you, I mean, it feels very big, um, but those resorts, that's a beautiful resort. And if you ever get a chance to stay, definitely give it a try. They're the most luxuriously appointed DVC rooms, bar none. Have you been there? It's yeah, fantastic. We, yeah, we, yeah, we stayed in a one bedroom uh, two summers ago. Okay, uh, wow. and it was, and I mean, in, in all honesty, I'm, I'm gonna gonna uh, gonna squeal on myself here a little bit. We we exceeded room capacity, but it was only by one child. Uh, we were we were only gonna be there for two nights, um, but it was two. There were three, four, five, six. Seven, there were seven of us. Uh, <gasps> it in only the room. sleeps five. I know, but, but in all honesty, we, we didn't, we had plenty of room for, for even a higher number. Not everyone was a registered guest. Gosh, sorry. Everybody anyway. does it. Uh, but yeah, I know. Uh, well, the was, kitchen is really nice. I mean, like the kids are like, Hey, where's the fridge? Well, the fridge is kind of one of those built in, you know, fancy fridges. Right. Um, same with the dishwasher. Uh, it has a tub with little bubble things in it. It's not quite like a jacuzzi tub. It's got these little bubbles on the bottom, which my daughter, she's like, mom, I only went swimming so that dad would let me take another bath. <laughs> so <laughs> my daughter loved it. Um, and you it has often see those. Go ahead. Do you often see those referred to as a champagne tub? Is that what that is? Yeah, okay. Cause it's just, just bubbles. It's like bubble therapy, but it's I not like, uh, uh, a true jacuzzi, but yeah. So let me just tell you what it does sleep. It has a fold out and that's a queen and it's got a bed that folds out of the, uh, the wall and it's got like little, like, I think it's an Alice in Wonderland theme on it, which is super cute. And then in the master bedroom, which is massive, it's got this huge king size bed and we don't have a king size bed at home. I don't even know. My husband could have like left during the night. I wouldn't have noticed. It was the biggest bed I have ever been in. It was ridiculous. So, um, yeah, that was, that was crazy. Um, and then of course it has, you know, the two sort of like the split bathroom where you have a bathroom and a shower or like a shower and a toilet and a sink. And then the other one has a, um, a, the tub and the sink again. So it was nice. We, we, we just had a standard view there. It was like the monorail was right there, which I loved. Um, were were you on like the front, front part? We were, we were in yeah, on that's where the we third were. floor. Yeah. It was actually, so nice. I, yeah. I, actually, we, we were either on the third or the fourth floor because like yeah. we were like right 
like eye level with the monorail. Mandy complained because we were right next to, next to the stairwell, and she's like, "You're the only people. You're the only family who ever uses the stairwell." I'm like, "You kids use those stairs." So it was nice, very nice. And isn't and there, isn't isn't the lobby there amazing? Yeah, it's really nice. I love the fountain, the penguins, so cute. I don't have one complaint. I posted a picture on my own personal Facebook page, and one of my friends was like, oh, my God, it looks like the living room looks like grandma's. I was like, whatever. I'm living it up here. It was great. I think it looks nice. I like the villas. I like the hotel. It's a perfect location for Magic Kingdom. Yes. Great area. We've never stayed. We don't, I don't think I have the, um, we don't have any points there and I've never, uh, tried to stay, but just well, the hotel I actually booked nice. these at six months. So, which is pretty surprising the first week in April. And I was, I could have gotten all seven nights, but one of my kids really wanted to stay at animal kingdom. And so that's where we stayed for that's, the first part of the trip. That's nice too. Yeah. And we had a Savannah view. Incidentally, no animals, standard view, tons of animals. So what, which Savannah were you on? Uh, Sharpie, I don't know. <laughs> I can barely <laughs> tell you my street name. Because sometimes they do rotate animals on and off according to like their care schedule. Right. So, and, and if that was the case, they like, they really should have told you that at check-in. We really hardly saw any animals at all. I mean, that stinks. the last day there were two zebras out there. Um, And on the other side, which we've stayed on that other side, because that's when we had that three bedroom villa, we splurged one year and used like two, two years worth of points and stayed in a three bedroom villa for a week. Um, There were tons of animals over there, including these adorable little pigs. They were like little wild pigs. The kids love those. So, but you know, it's, it's hard to complain about either hotel. They're both wonderful. So, okay. I love the uh, art at the, at the Grand Floridian Villas. Yeah. It's just all cute. I was, I was, so I was, I think I mentioned beforehand that like, I always feel like I gain weight at Disney because, you know, I, I want to eat what everyone else is eating and I don't get as much exercise. So I walked a lot at night after the kids went to bed just to kind of make sure that I didn't, you know, um, you know, over do it. And, um, I got to see all the art. Normally I wouldn't see that kind of thing, Sharpie, because you know, when you've got kids, as you know, now you're running up and down the hallways, keeping up after them. But I, I had time because I walked the hallways. It was probably creepy for the other guests. Now that I think about it, someone up there at 11 o'clock, you know, walking around, but yeah, it was cute. It's all cute. And I also love the, the gigantic fountain at the, the, the rear exit. Yes. It kind of reminds you of something that you might see at like Hollywood studios. It's I just know. Kinda, I thought that too. It's like yeah. very art deco. Yeah. yeah. Very relaxing. Yeah. It's one of those fountains that makes a lot of noise. Yeah. That whole resort is beautiful. And I think they did a good job sort of, you know, they had to do some work on the beach um, as far as, you know, putting up fences and stuff. I thought it looked pretty good. So. For okay. Gator Patrol. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very, very. Very sad turn of events there. Yes. Which did not incidentally stop people as I was walking by from making cracks about alligators, apparently, but that's another story. Um, anyway. All right. So go I was going to have Chris, you move on to um, your breakfast. Yes. Okay. So I, 
everyone knows Flynn Ryder's my cartoon boyfriend. And, um, so when I found out there was a character breakfast with Flynn Ryder and Rapunzel and also Ariel and Prince Eric, who let's be honest, no one cares about Prince Eric. Um, sorry, Prince Eric. Um, I knew I had to go. And so I was able to get a reservation for me and Mandy and my daughter um, the second day it was out. And I had, I had heard kind of mixed reviews from the first day. So I thought, oh, what should I expect? First of all, character interaction. I'll just get to that first. It was fantastic. Um, there's only four characters. So you really do get to spend a little extra time with them. It's not as rushed as it would be like at some places where it's just one character after the other, like at breakfast at 1900 park fair. Um, and, uh, you know, they do a little parade, you get to, um, you get a little card with their names all on it and they give you a little, a little map, um, where you write down your adventure and you talk about your adventure. Um, and it, by the way, it's at Trattoria Al Forno, which is on the boardwalk. And, um, we all love that restaurant for dinner, but you know, breakfast is kind of hit or miss there, I think, because, you know, it's not. It's I've just, actually never done the breakfast there. We've had breakfast there before and it was, it was actually pretty good, but it was just your standard breakfast. It's not your standard breakfast anymore. So, um, I'm the excited to do that in May. Yeah. I think, I think you'll like it. I think, okay. So the characters you're going to love, there's no question. It was very fun. I'm not a huge fan of character meals. I loved it. I thought the interaction was good. My, my daughter loved it. And of course, Mandy did too. Um, but the food I think is interesting. The food is not for picky eaters. It is by no means for anyone who's a picky eater. It's not your typical breakfast menu. The only thing really typical they have on the menu is a stack of pancakes, which kind of have to be in the mood for pancakes. Um, everything else is kind of brunchy and it's very Italian. So like I had two eggs with on a bed of polenta with some of their fennel sausage, which they make in house and, uh, like marinara on it. And it was really good. But one of my clients, um, who's also a mouse chat listener went there a couple days after I did. And she's like, it said it had gravy on it. She's like, that wasn't gravy. It's marinara. So, you know, I think if you're a pickier eater, this is not a, a good, a good option for you for breakfast, unless you're just willing to eat the pancakes. So what other things did they have? They had like an omelet, but it had tons of stuff in it that people might not like. It had salmon and vegetables. Um, and they had, you know, like a quiche, or, well, not a, a frittata. Um, and it wasn't, they didn't, on the menu, there was no place with a standard kind of, um, you know, eggs, bacon, and toast. They didn't have that. So. I would give that a, a two thumbs up. You notice that more and more with Disney opening new restaurants is they are getting more adventurous with their menus, which I, I like to see that. I think as long as they have stuff on it that everybody can find something, it's a safe pick, but you know, like I generally can find something to eat anywhere I go, but I am a little bit of a picky eater. Um, I have become more adventurous. Um, but I think it's just cause I like to try new things now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you'd be fine. It, the pancakes do have like strawberries on them. You can, you know, ask to not have the strawberries on the pancake. Um, I, I agree with Sharpie. I, I think that's true. I think that they're trying a lot of new things at their restaurants, which is interesting. Um, 
you should go to this place just for the fennel sausage. They make it in-house, just like they do some of their cheeses and their pasta. So everything is so fresh. That That is an undiscovered gem on Disney property. We love that place. So, and, you know, you get to meet Flynn Rider, who had a big, wi- a bad wig, I have to say. So. All right. We'll stick with food. And uh, Lauren, we've got new food. Yeah, so Disney opened up this week the Polite Pig in Disney Springs. Uh, just opened up a couple days ago, and it's at the town center. Uh, it's m- kind of a modern barbecue style restaurant. Um, they have, I pulled the menu, where'd the menu go? So they have. A lot of different things. They have briskets. They have fried chicken. They have half chicken. They have pork shoulders, salmon BLT. There's like so many different options. This actually interests me. The hop salt pretzel with beer cheese fondue. And then so, they have a okay. tomato and watermelon salad too, which is good. Um, but there's a lot of different options on here. And it's actually a table service on the dining plan, which I find interesting. It's quick servicey, but it's a table service on the dining plan. Oh, is it quick service? Like you don't you don't have a server, you just have to get your stuff or what? Well, the way it looks to me is that you actually order at a register and then go sit down. I can be hmm. I think I'm pretty sure that's the way it it works. Yeah, they have a buzzer. So and then you know they bring you your food. It reminds me of what they do at um Deluxe Burger. Do you know what's interesting is this, the people behind this restaurant, they're actually local, a local restaurant called the Ravenous Pig and it's in Winter Park and it's kind of high end by Winter Park standards. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I've actually eaten there once before. It's pretty good. So. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks interesting. They don't, they don't have a huge menu, but I think what they have on it is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I guess the pricing of the food is probably what warrants it being a table service credit. Um, and they do have a little bar area too, which should be noted. (laughs) We'll have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. All right. Sharpie. Um, you don't have the, the, I don't know, happiest of news to share, uh, or most exciting, but, um, you've got a couple of stories. You can pick either one to start with. One is extremely entertaining. It is. So we've all, we've all had this, the thought of doing something like this on a Disney vacation. You know, you've been in the park all day, you're tired, you're stressed out, you know, just what? You just need to relax for a minute. You mm-hmm. just need to take in the pixie dust. You just need to relax. You just need to have some fun. So uh, a lady, 40 year, 41 years old, her and her family had staked out a, a fireworks viewing location. And it just happened to be behind a group of high school kids. And when wishes started, the group of high school kids stood up. Family sitting behind didn't much care for that. So the lady sitting behind, the mother sitting behind this group of high school girls began to threaten one of the girls and the girl very easily relented and they left, left the area. 
Uh, but within like that split second of the of the group of girls telling that family that they could have their spot or they would switch them places, uh, the the 41-year-old mother took one of the girls down and started to pretty much choke her toward the sidewalk. Oh yeah. Nice. Which now we all have to admit at some point we may have thought about doing that. <laughs> but that's part of being an adult at Disney is you have but to you remember don't you actually learn how to behave follow in public. Through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. You think the terrible thoughts and then you tuck them away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, and the lady like started screaming, you don't want to mess with me. So the lady has ended up with child abuse charges. Yeah. Yeah, well, and we've all been that person sitting behind the person that does something obnoxious in front of them after they've waited for an hour for a parade or the fireworks or something. No, not me, but that's just because I never wait for the fireworks. You don't watch them, but we do. The rest of us do. Um, You know, we've all been there, and it it can be infuriating. Of course, I would never grab a child and choke them, but, you know— the closest I've ever come to something like this was when I was at Disneyland in 2011 and there was a disabled veteran fresh back from, from the war in the Middle East, uh, had lost both legs. His parents had he and his partner out from the, from the VA hospital in San Diego to Disneyland for a couple days. Uh, and they had staked out a very good spot for, for him being in a wheelchair to watch it from. Uh, and no, no more than like a minute and a half before the show started, th- this group ca- comes up and like stands right directly in front of him. And I was like so, a split seconds away from please ask, asking the family to move when, when, when the young, young, uh, soldier's father asked them to move out of the way uh and it took a little bit of encouraging on his behalf to get him to do it but they finally did move but it's it's one of those situations where you're like if you're there early please be conscious of the people around you in order for you not to be a disturbance if you want to run into the last minute and grab a place to view it you get you you have to be accepting that you're not going to have the the most prime viewing location without putting someone else's view in jeopardy. Uh, Yeah. Yep. All right, Sharpie, you have another one across the pond for us. So one of the Disney parks is celebrating a 25th anniversary. uh, And that happens to be uh, the Disneyland or formerly known as Euro Disney, Disneyland Paris. Uh, I've personally, I have not visited Disneyland Paris. Uh, Steve and Lisa and Chris have all visited Disneyland Paris. Uh, but nice. they're celebrating their 25th anniversary Ooh. this year. Par- the park has had some, some rough years as years go, uh, especially in the, in the realm of Disney and not being entirely, uh, a profitable venture for many years. Uh, but Disney has recently retaken a lot of the stock uh, from that company that, that, that had originally owned and operated the park uh, under the, under the Disney name. Wasn't exactly like a franchise kind of deal. Uh, Disney always kind of had a huge say in what, what happened there, uh, but not as much of a say as what Disney is used to. So while a lot has changed, a lot has stayed the same uh, and they've been going through a lot of renovations and 
uh, kind of redoing a lot of it over the last few years. Yeah, I, I enjoy Disneyland Paris. I like the the uh, Disneyland Park over there. The Walt Disney Studios is, um, it kind of reminds me of Disney Hollywood Studios and the, you know, when it first opened, it has that original feel still. So it needs some work. Um, and it's not as dialed in as Disneyland in California. I think like Disneyland in California now that, uh, what is it? California Adventure has been redone and Disneyland, the park over there is really dialed. I mean, I mean, that park is amazing. I don't think Disneyland Paris is, is there yet. Although the park is beautiful. We need um, to go there again. Disneyland in California. Yep. Yeah. Disneyland California is spectacular and Disneyland Paris. The one park is nice. Uh, Walt Disney studios has the Remy ride, has a couple, has the crush coaster, has some, you know, unique things over in Paris, but still, um, it still needs some little extras to make it a little better. And the hotels at Disneyland Paris, although they did recently refurb them, um, they're just not what you're used to as a, Disney hotel, but, but yeah, they have their 25th. So they have a couple new things. I know they have a new nighttime show. Uh, mouse steps is over there. Uh, so I've been, you know, following them. They're over there for the anniversary. So they have a new nighttime show. The, uh, they did a overlay on space mountain. So they've, you know, did that from Disneyland in California where it has the star Wars theme. They updated the star Wars ride finally. So now it's, the 2.0. So Pee Wee Herman is no longer there. Uh, yeah, they got rid of that. So they've updated that. They redid uh, Thunder Mountain. They closed the entire land because when I was there last year, the entire land was closed and it was closed for almost a year, the entire land, because the attraction had gotten uh, pretty worn down. So it took them a whole year to get that all back up to par and it's all cleaned up and it's you know got the water effects and the the uh ride around the river there on the on the ferry boat the geysers work again and everything's been repainted and redone so that's done i'm i'm assuming phantom manor they've fixed the things over there so they've spruced up the park for the 25th they they have a a parade similar to Walt Disney World now with the dragon uh for the three o'clock parade so they brought over a couple elements from Disneyland, Disney World, and a couple uh, attraction updates and new shows. So hopefully that's good enough to get them through the 25th. All right. Let's jump back over to Orlando. And I guess this would be the trip review for Steve and me. Me? He's pointing at me. All right. So... We had the opportunity to go to Universal Studios and we were there for, I think, five nights. We were there a good bit. And, uh, of course, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was pretty hot on days. Um, carried umbrellas with us and ponchos the whole time, except for the day that it rained. That wasn't fun. But always a good park. Um, had a lot of good food. I think Steve had probably... 26 or 27 bowls of ice cream 
Uh, yeah, between kinda, gelato and Dippin' Dots, I'm addicted to the Dippin' Dots, and there's uh, yeah, and Jeez, Steve, the Dippin' What's Dots the whole are all point oh, of the, the Dipping Dots. I the don't Dippin get dots, the Dippin' Dots. I, I like they're the Dippin' Dots. They're like kind of gross looking. No, so the Dippin' Dippin' Dots are great because when it's like even when it's only 85, but you're on a hot pavement all day and you're tired and you've been walking around, it's you need violin music. It's nice and cool and refreshing, I know, right? It's just it's I, so I, rough. I, I, it, it was it was hot. Well, the one day was, it, you know, I don't know. It was it was hot for, what is this, April? Yeah, it April. was hot Well, it April. was like one of their hottest, it was like a record-breaking day, one of those days. Yeah, then one of those days, it went up into the 90s. Yeah, I think y'all uh, were already we, home by the then. The day we were leaving. But um, it was um, toasty for, for April. So I like the dip. And then the gelato, if you stay over at Portofino Bay, uh, the Lowe's Hotel that's on property, uh the best they have gelato in one of the little shops there next to the Starbucks. Uh, and that's kind of a good deal. If, if you decide to forego the two sums chocolate factory, I think, the, the, I think the gelato over at Portofino, well is a, it's more, it's a higher quality. You get a, you know, a better dessert uh, without all the fancy, whatever stuck on the, on your Mason jar. If you're, if the kids are looking for the fancy dessert, then twosomes is the way to go. If you're looking for a higher quality ice cream, the gelato back at the hotel is more affordable and better. But yes, so continue on, Lisa. Okay. Well, um, do you want to explain why we were there? So we went to uh, Universal Studios. We got a call from The Tonight Show, so with Jimmy Fallon, and we went down uh, to do a road trip so he could do a road trip of his own on the show. So they uh, did a cold open, which is where they start the show in the middle of a story. So they did that to open their um, live shows from Orlando because they taped in Orlando Monday through Thursday. And they did it. They did a skit, of course, based on the vacation movie. So they used the truckster that we have in the uh the, the skit so jimmy fallon and the roots and uh hashtag the panda and steve all jumped in the truckster from new york did their little adventure and they had a few mishaps on the way and then they arrived at universal studios to open the new tonight show ride starring jimmy fallon and uh managed to get into the park and then open the ride so that's how they kicked off the the show and then they were there for the week and uh broadcasted from universal studios so so if yeah if you, if you haven't seen it it was on monday april 3rd april 4th you know, on the uh tonight show so it's on uh hulu and all those things and internet so yeah so we did that so that was fun and then we they had tapings monday through thursday and we went to one of the tonight show uh studio audience tapings on Tuesday night. And they had really fun guests all week, <laughs> except Tuesday. <laughs> well, they had, well, we didn't know. Well, I didn't know who they were. Well, it was a country singer, which is Blake something. Shelton. Thank Shelton. you. Blake Shelton. And he was, he was, he seemed like a really nice guy and they did us, you know, a couple of little funny skits with him that were entertaining. <laughs> and then, um, they were promoting, uh, was it Fast and Furious or yeah. whatever the franchise is for? Uh, Number eight. Yeah. So they were 
promoting that movie. So they had a couple of guests all week uh, promoting the mo- movie that's coming out. You don't know who Blake Shelton is? How could you not know who Blake Shelton is? I mean, do you guys is? not watch The Voice? I mean, I'm TV illiterate and I at least yeah. know See, I don't, watch, I don't watch from The, the voice, voice, but I know who he is. I like I know. music. I, yeah. You know what? How could you not know about his tr- troubled breakup with Miranda Lambert and rebound romance with uh, Gwen Stefani? Hello? Oh. Naturally. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he seemed <laughs> it's nice. It's true. And then he's having a rebound. Don't, don't you know, read funny. Us magazine? No. no. And I don't watch The I, Voice. Airport, Maybe I need yes. to watch The Voice because they did show a clip of The Voice on the show. So Once we, they we said that. he was from The Voice, I recognized him from snippets and clips, but we don't typically watch The Voice. And we don't. This is like The Tonight Show is like for the youngsters. That's the problem. Like, you know, if they had had, like, you know. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Somebody for us. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Lonnie Anderson, that was a hot couple. <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson on Tonight. Tonight, starring Burt Reynolds. Yes, that would have been good. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. I like Burt Reynolds yeah. and Sally Field. Yeah, no. So gross yeah. and hairy. <laughs> Him and that other guy. Yeah. Oh. What is Dom his name? Dom P.I. Yeah. Oh, ew. Tom Selleck. They were like gross, hairy guys. I was like, ew. Anyway. Yeah. So no, they didn't. Then we missed that episode. Anyway, no, so we did the we did the show. It was fun. We it was uh, funny. We did the parks. Uh, we did the we went on the ride, which is a ride through New York. It is in Universal Studios Orlando. It's similar to like the like the Minions ride. You know, it's a theater like three D mm-hmm. movie where the theater moves. Um, and I, I, I watched a little bit of the tonight show, the kids, we went with Brooke and Amber and, you know, so they're 11 and seven. So they haven't really seen the tonight show, but Brooke sat next to me and she was giggling and laughing the whole time. So that was a good, I guess, approval. Well, that makes anything great. Yeah. So, cause then you're like, okay, she enjoys it and she doesn't know anything about the show or New York or any of this at all. And she's enjoying the ride. Um, and they have a virtual queue, so you're not like some of the rides. It was very busy when we were there, and you're outside in this queue in the heat. Um, this is all indoors and air-conditioned, and they give you a ticket, and when they call your color, then that group enters the theater. So you get to walk around and look at the old, the original Tonight Show stuff on the first floor, and then the second floor they have skits that are playing from the Jimmy Fallon show and they have some interactive tables where you can send thank you letters uh, to people that you know. And then when they call the, the NBC peacock color of your ticket and it flashes in the room, then you enter the actual attraction. So that's a nice way to not stand in line. Well, I love watching all the little clips from the tonight show, all the funny stuff and the, um, the stunts and the, karaoke the lip sync duos and that's cool yeah so it's fun it's very well done um did you meet jimmy fallon we did not we we only got to see him in the show was he like whatever griswold that's right i wish (laughs) no we didn't even get that no we did not get to meet jimmy fallon well you know that's very sad. I feel well, bad. I totally should have included that in the contract. I mean, come on, folks. Yeah. We're like, learning. You can use my car, yes. but I need Jimmy Fallon to go to the Leaky Cauldron with me and have um, some fish and chips and then a butter beer. 
Yeah, I think that definitely if we uh, do something again, because uh, there's there's uh, very many layers between you and the producer you're working with who is trying very hard to make things happen. And, and to keep us away from him. And and whoever yeah. the group is that keep. Maybe he got like a heads him. up and he was like, creepy, just he's creepy. Well, I have yeah. to figure that every day he has about 50 or 100 requests that have come in uh, for autographs and to be, and, and basically they worked nonstop all day, every day meeting, you know, building the skits, doing the shows, doing the band piece, doing the monologue practice, doing meetings. And then they were always with some group of whoever promoting the ride. It was, it was a huge promotional week for Universal Studios just hearing the little bit of his schedule that, you know, they, they told us to brush us off. <laughs> the schedule um, was... He's, it, he's busy. He's unbelievably busy. I mean, they filmed... So he did the show... Uh, well, I guess they didn't have the show that night. But basically, um, when they filmed the Truckster, they filmed three almost four-hour time slots on, over three days for just the Truckster scenes. And then there was time... Before that, to get the car ready, where they would put it on the trailer. Did it need makeup and hair? Yeah, yes. Kind of. Yeah. Was it clean when they returned it, or were there like stuff in the back? There's um, Cheetos wrappers. And yes. Stuff in the yeah. yeah. There's a lot Coke of Cheetos. Cans. Yes. No. But um, they filmed the nighttime scene where they show up at Universal Studios from nine till midnight. So that was three, and then I know they they usually go over. So I mean, that's like. Just that quick showing up at Universal, the last... And then running to the gate. That, that last minute was three to four hours of filming. And wow. then then they filmed two other full days of it driving at four hours at a time slot on uh, Friday, on Saturday and then another four hours on Sunday. So they legitimately drive this car from New York oh, to no. Orlando. Well, no, no. In, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the skit they do. They, yeah, it's but, just, but, they just they just drive it locally. Really didn't. No, no, they just drove it in Orlando. You can see that they kind of photoshopped. They the put it on a. Uh, they have a truck with all the people set up with all the screens and all the directors are in a truck, and then it's on a trailer behind the truck, and then the trailer is cut has a awning over it to try to keep it in the shade, and then they put all the lights and cameras on the trailer and harnesses for all the film crew, and then they film. It, then they drive the truck pulling the car on a trailer. My movie magic dreams are being crushed. Well, they don't. I mean, so it's, so you're not like having to drive and act and talk and have the lighting correct and the sound. It's all done. It's all being towed on a trailer and when it's being. And then there's a couple drive-by scenes where the car actually, where the camera's on the side of the road and the car is actually driving, you know, by. There's like three of those scenes where that looks like it's, you know, where, where a stunt guy is driving it. And then they put the the brakes on and slide it to the side of the road in one of the scenes. But, uh, um, so here's the lesson, kids. Yes. If you <laughs> can't be a movie star, have a car that can be. Yes. There you go. That's that. Well, that's the moral of the story. Steve hasn't necessarily given up being a movie star yet. I mean, you know, there's right. still time. So there is. I mean, he, he did mm-hmm. kind of have a breakout video that got a lot of hits online. It involved him in a shorty robe. <laughs> yes. No, don't give him any ideas. We could. I could do a song. I wonder if I could do like a... You anyway. could become like one of those YouTubers and become like really famous for going to get pedicures. Ah, that could be it. 
There you go. He <laughs> could was, go live every time he's getting a pedicure. Yes. And I could have a, a Patreon channel or whatever. You just only for my members today, nine ninety nine this month's special mm. video. Um, no, I think overall the production crew was fantastic. Yes. They were very accommodating and and thankful, and and they all appreciated it. Um, we we got so many comments and people going out of their way to talk to us to tell us that they thought it was just really cool. So that was nice. Um, not meeting Jimmy, that was a downer. Um, we were hoping for just a quick photo in front of the car with him, but. Um, after seeing or understanding how busy he was, I get it. Um, you know, I'm thrilled that it was in the, in the, um, opening and it was fun. We got to go to the show. They got us into that. They, they did, um, they made this cute little goodie bag for our kids. It it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but I do want to point out the, (laughs) the one thing that tickled me the most is we were watching, um, the opening with the car. And the girls were watching with us and Amber turns to me and she says, why is there a panda in my seat? (laughs) Ah, that's cute. There's a giant panda in my seat. Yeah. It was cute. It was fun. Yeah. And then we did Universal Studios and uh, Amber's at the age where all those attractions, I mean, she hadn't seen the new Diagon Alley. So we got her and the kids an interactive wand and they got to do all the stuff, which I have never done uh, with the interactive wand. So that was fun. And they got to ride all the new rides and have butter beer. And so the Harry Potter area was they, they, I think they loved that the most. And, and we, and we took our time. We did three or four days at universal. So I think we did three days at universal. So we, yeah. We'd get there in the afternoon, do a couple rides, go back to the hotel, go swim. We did a day at SeaWorld. We had a couple days of swimming, yeah. So, um, or, you know, where we jumped in and SeaWorld was good. That was hot too. So SeaWorld, real quick, we did a um, a meeting with SeaWorld uh, oh. <laughs> for the for our agents for Pixie Vacations. And we, um, so we met our SeaWorld representative there. And, and we were doing our meeting just outside on one of, one of the tables and the kids were sitting next to us. So... You know, Amber's doing something and Brooke is doing something and she's seven years old. So she's, you know, she'll just say stuff and you kind of ignore her because you're trying to have this meeting and learn yeah. about the park and, uh, you know, come down for with, with the Pixie Vacation agents maybe later on a tour on a, on a fam. Uh, so she's, she keeps saying mommy, 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 and you're just ignoring her. And she's saying, she's sitting next to me. She's saying, um, mommy, there's a squirrel in my lap. Mommy, there's a, yeah, there's a squirrel in my lap. He's, mommy, Very matter of fact. Yeah, it was just like every day, whatever. And she's like, mommy, squirrel in my lap. And then all of a sudden the squirrel jumps out of her lap onto the table and runs across the table and knocks all this stuff over. And we're like, oh, I guess there really was a squirrel sitting in your lap. <laughs> it was just sitting in her lap. <laughs> and she was just trying to tell us that it was just hanging out. <laughs> Poor kid. And she was so calm about it. And she it. was so calm. It wasn't like, oh my God. It was like, mommy, hey, there's a squirrel just sitting in my lap. We're like, okay, whatever. (laughs) We didn't even turn our heads. No, it was just leave us alone. We're in a meeting, and you know, I had um, I had a sugar packet, Splenda packet that I I had some strawberries, and I was doing that, and it was already hot. You're already kind of sweaty and glistening, 
So the squirrel runs by. I'm holding this packet of, of fake sugar that's like very finely ground. And I scream like a little six-year-old. And the sugar packet just jumps out of my hand. It spills all over my freshly um, sunscreened chest. And so I am covered in this stuff and it won't come off. It's like stuck to me. Um, and the squirrel would not. I mean, he kept hanging around. He kept. Yeah, he was very. He they're was very for food. They're very tame squirrels over at SeaWorld. So, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. And it was a nice way to do a, a trip and just do Universal Studios. And I. I like that hotel. The Portofino Bay Hotel is beautiful and they have the ferry boat or they have the boats and they also have that really nice walk if you just want to walk to the park. So it's got that Disneyland experience where you can just walk to everything. So it made for a nice spring break. All right. So we have one more. Lauren, you've got one more piece for us. So BB-8 started soft opening uh, character meet and greet in Hollywood Studios this past week. And uh, he officially starts, he's there full-time starting the 14th of April. Uh, it's going to be during the Star Wars Galactic Nights special events. So people are going to get a chance to go in and, and meet him at Launch Bay. So it looked like it's pretty cute. I watched the video of it. Um, it's definitely something that I will try to hit up when we go there. Yeah, when the now, movie did- had just been released last year, uh, they did... Uh, kind of a limited engagement thing at the front of the park. Uh, and we we got to see BB-8 out in the front of the park there at Hollywood Studios. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, apparently this is all in preparation for the 40th anniversary of the Star Wars films, which I think is the 14th, right? Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So it, it looks pretty cool. And hopefully if we get to go in May, we have the dessert party. So we'll get to experience that. I'm excited. Well, it doesn't take much. Mm, not for us. We have a Facebook page that's especially for Mouse Chat fans. It's private, but if you just apply to enter, and I'll put a link on the Facebook page. I, I probably do like once a week. But um, you can join and you can get questions answered and talk about anything related to Disney and sometimes a little off topic. And it's just a fun way to interact with Mouse Chat listeners. And it's absolutely free. It's just on Facebook. So, All right, so let's wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.